five, four, three, three two, two, one. Happy New Year! <laughs> Welcome to Summer Camp Programming Podcast on this New Year's Eve. Although, who's going to be listening New Year's Eve, right? Uh, there's going to be a lot of people. It's gonna... <laughs> maybe, maybe. I'm Chris. You're the hit of 2019. No, you're not. You're Kurt, and I'm Chris. What? <laughs> I knew there was something off about this whole thing. I thought I'd get oh. you that time, but no. All right. Almost. It was close. I'm like, wait, wait. <laughs> you're like, I'm Chris, too. Wait, what's going on? All right. <laughs> and this week, we're talking about evening activities. Yes. Evening activities you can do. I don't want to say this is for just overnight camps. Day camps, you yeah. can still do evening activities. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing, actually, I know that a lot of these you can do during the day as well. So we, we, don't, we don't want to exclude our day camp friends, right? No. Not completely. In fact, I am the day camp friend. You're, <laughs> You're the, the overnight. I'm the day I'm camp. I'm the overnight, yeah. <laughs> So let's just let's just jump into it. Yeah. So, well, my first one, um, and I don't know if I like the name of it because it does get a little risky, and then some of the kids say it wrong. But we call it a float and a flick. Um, and what we do is we have our pool, and we put up a screen, and and we will show a movie through on the big screen while you're floating around in the pool. Um, and my favorite one, we were at the Boy Scout camp. We we did this a couple times, and we would watch old school corny movies you know the old school batman or even jaws while you're floating around in the pool like, <laughs> right, right. oh so much fun um but you almost need like this is not the time to watch the three hour long lord of the rings or avengers or whatever because you're in that pool for a while it starts getting a little chilly because you're just floating around you're not really active getting all pruney um, yeah so kind of pick maybe a shorter movie but definitely fun to do well, also, I think uh, a movie that is not one that you really kind of need to pay attention to, yeah. right? Just one that's just on the background kind of thing. It's fun. And yeah, yep. it's just fun. The thing is, the thing is with depending, I guess depending on where you're at, but in the summer, what, what time does it get dark? Where you're Nine-ish. At? So, yeah. yeah so, so you have it's to. Hard. It's, it almost becomes pretty late night kind of thing. <laughs> right, right. So, it just depends. The the first camp I was at, we had tons of shade trees around our pool, a lot. And so it was always a little bit darker earlier around the pool. Um, so it just kind of depends on where your pool's located, too, if you got some shade That's trees true. to help. And, and why don't you call it just a dive-in? Oh, a dive-in. I like that. Dive-in movie. Yep. Great name. Okay. Changing My first it. one is... Changing it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So my first one is like games, I guess. So there's a, there's a couple of different ideas is that one, you can have challenges like Guinness, Guinness world record, or maybe, you know, your camps records or something like that. Yeah. And so you have a bunch of different who can do this the fastest and you can have some crazy weird competitions or, mm-hmm. or and I guess competition is not the right word because you're really just you're competing against time or yeah. distance or what have you. And whoever's the best, you record it and they ha- hold the record until maybe next week or next year yeah. or what have you. So you're doing your like games. Yeah. Um, but also along the line, 
just sticking with games because well you only had seven and so i'm shrinking two of mine into one (laughs) is minute to win it i i love minute to win it challenges for anything especially when it's head to head so like you Mm -hmm. and i would go against instead of the 60 second it's not minute or yeah instead of a minute to win it it's just whoever does it first and we would go we would represent our team and do whatever the challenge is and you can find a bunch of minute to win it challenges on uh on youtube and then mm-hmm. the next person would go and do a different challenge or the same challenge or what have you. But I love Minute to Win It. I think a lot of camps do it, but it's an easy one to do, and all the instructions are online. So And, and kids love yeah. it. Yep. And almost even, because I, I have a whole program where the instructional videos, we just we watch the video that tells you ah, what to do, and then we do it. So yes. like you don't even have to give out the rule. Like It's all done. It's right. Cool. <laughs> And and kids so, even like watching staff just compete. Like oh, they'll yeah. sit there and be like, yeah, yeah. Cheering on their counselors and stuff. Yeah. Yep. It's good. So my next one, it's, it's similar. A lot of my, kind of my first three are very similar. Um, but next <laughs> one's a drive-in. Um, and this is where you, you'd have cardboard boxes, let the kids make a car. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, they would drive, you know, or walk their car out and you're showing a movie on the side of a, side of the the shed or side of a giant wall or something, but they have their little car there that they've made and, um, and you can kind of have some fun with that. Yeah. You're, you're big in the whole movie thing, huh? Yeah. I've always yeah, been we kind of do... against the movie thing at camp, unless it's mm-hmm. paired with other activities like that. Yeah. As, as yeah. A, just a rainy day, let's show a movie. I'm not oh, no. big on that. And, yeah. and there are ways you can make it more of an event by, asking questions or having crafts or, or, you know, around or discussions around the movie and that kind of thing. But yeah, making little cars. Cool. All right. My next one is get to know your group. And this is actually one that was from a round table of mine by Cody Thatcher and basically says, this is a great activity, <clears throat> excuse me, or series of activities to do on the first evening of camp. First, spend the first half hour making one or two friendship bracelets Next, gather around a group space, classroom, flagpole, dining hall, whatever, and introduce the activity. Then go around, number three, and play the game Two Truths and a Lie. The game is exactly how it sounds. Really? I love that game. Two Truths and a Lie. (laughs) So basically, each person gives two truths about themselves and one lie, and the rest of the group has to figure out which one it is, or which one the lie is. After that, have some snacks. Then do a variety of small group team building activities. Next, run a trivia sort of game where the campers come up with facts about another camper and the rest of the campers guess who they're talking about. The counselors are also involved in the game. And then finally, number seven, have the campers hand out their friendship bracelets to one or two different people. The only catch is that everyone has to end up with at least one bracelet. The goal of the activity is twofold, to get to know the campers and staff and to make everyone feel good because they'll end up with at least one new friend. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so I like that, but beyond that, what, what's, what's your deal with two truths and a lie? Oh, it's just I don't know because it, it, you either have it, it goes one way or the other, and so it's like I'm a camp director, um, I have a green car, or I'm an alien. Which one <laughs> is the lie? And so you have your kids that do that, or you have the kids that do this. I was born in 1981. 1982 or 1983 which one is it's like oh so you either have 
I, I've never had a camper that's like, oh, that was a good two truths and a lie. Because okay, it, okay. I can probably guess, but it's not. Yeah, Fair enough. It's I will either. say I really enjoy two truths and a lie when it's played among staff or even yeah. teens. And there is maybe like a little story instead of I did this or I mm-hmm. did this. But it's like one day this happened to me. Those are the two truths I, and a lie that I like. Yeah, those are much better. Yeah. yeah. But okay. usually when we're doing with campers, it's fair enough. Fair enough. Two two normal boring <laughs> things and one that you're like, well, that's the lie because you do not have four eyes. You know, <laughs> like, oh, that's funny. Oh, so my next one um, is video game and and massive video game night kind of evening where. Um, do this indoors, even outdoors, and you you put up you know put the Wii on a projector somewhere, put an old Nintendo up on a projector and the other side of the wall, and in uh, sixty four, and you get kind of like these old school video games that require multiple players. You get up to four people playing the party um, games, and just get to yeah, big party games, the Mario Party, it, things like that, and just really that are. Or even the, the, I know like the Wii has the new Super Mario Brothers that four people can play at a time and things like that. And just really let them, let them go to town on some big, massive video games. Because that's what they come to camp for is to do something they that's can right. do at home. That's right. <laughs> Put it on a you know people are thinking that. Awesome. You know people are like listening <laughs> they, going, video games, really, Chris? I, well, you know, and, and I, when we first, because it's just a one night event. It's not every mm-hmm. evening kind of a special night and something like that but we have i mean this is a great even a rainy night activity um instead of getting out the board games or getting out you know something that they can do anywhere video games we're so against it at camp but having a one special night with the big projector makes it kind of cool and fun and different i think for um i and i say this as someone who actually you know was playing video games last night i love video games so i I think video games are for certain people. Like there's a lot of people that don't enjoy like kids Mm -hmm. um, that are just not video game people. So would you have activities as as well that that they they can do? do Oh yeah. You can have others, other stuff. I mean, cause you can get out the board game. You could just have a big gaming night, a big game party. And so, and that, and that we do these for our teen teen nights at, uh, for the parks and recreation where Mm -hmm. we would have the video games uh, any anything from like you say Mario Kart to a Guitar Hero or anything oh, yeah. like that, and then we also had a ping pong table out. We had yep. one of those uh, basketball games that are like the mm-hmm. arcade style basketball games. We had board games and a little snack bar yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, no big gaming I'm, night. I'm, I'm down with that as long as I can play my games. That's right. No, <laughs> these are not first. These have to be party like. This is not like 007 where it's just what? one person. 007? Yeah. When's the last time you played oh, games? I can, <laughs> can't four people go? I don't know. Yeah, 007 could. Yeah, for oh, sure. That was four in the old N64. Yeah. You get a bunch of people now. You just all have to have your own console and play online. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Giant Fortnite. <laughs> no. You could have like Fortnite. Uh, oh, and you would hate that, but you know, oh, yeah. dance-offs and... <laughs> Fortnite night and people are Fortnite playing games. Those kids are up flossing on the stage. Oh, my next one is Dutch auction. Have you ever do Dutch auction at camp? No, but I, I, I'm trying to tell me what it is first. So I think I've done it before. Basically each cabin or each group grabs a bunch of their stuff from their cabin and puts it in a pillowcase or a bag of some sort. 
they all come to one area, let's say the dining hall, and then you have an auctioneer or whoever name off an item. And the kids grab that item and, and bring it up, and the first one there gets points. It's, it's kind of the basic idea. So do they lose the item? Like if I you ask for a coffee cup and I bring it up to you, do, do I no longer own a coffee cup? Uh, no. Okay. So there, there'll be some editing here, obviously. Uh, so they come with their their bag of of stuff and let's say you say i you're you're the person right and you have to have some judges to judge this let's say you're like i'm looking for a purple shoelace so you kids are reaching through the bag or maybe they have a purple shoelace on their shoe right now and then they bring it up you can do it one of two ways. Either everybody who brings up a shoelace gets points or the first mm-hmm. one who brings up a shoelace gets points. But what you can do, and then you have either one representative the whole time going back and forth to the judges table, or you have different representatives. So it's like, okay, Susie, you're going to take the next one. And then yeah. she goes and then come back. Okay, now it's Amanda's turn. But there are things you can do that are more like creative. So here are some a couple suggestions from Abigail Parker. She says one of the things you can do is like best thing used to round up animals at the zoo. So you have to like look for something. Oh, will this work? This work? What do I have? Yeah, <laughs> right. That's cool. I um, like that. But they they'll take the item up. Like you said, do you lose your coffee cup? No. You take the item up and then you take it back. Yep. And uh, I'm trying to see what I have in my office right now that, that I can, can round up round up animals. With. <laughs> um, most useful if you were stranded on a deserted island. Uh, best thing used to kill a cockroach. <laughs> most likely to help Nemo find his dad. So just you know <laughs> things like That's that. A great ideas. You can have like a lot that. of fun with uh, a Dutch auction. I was thinking a Dutch auction was more of a hey, and wherever you you trade in, trade up. Like you start with like a paperclip. It is a strange how... name. I don't know yeah. where the name came from. Um, it's different, but yeah, I, I could see. It's not what I had thought a Dutch auction was when I first mm-hmm. heard of it. Oh, we're doing Dutch auction. Really? What what are you auctioning off? <laughs> Isn't going Dutch, isn't that where you, you both you pay? You both pay, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. The next one on my list, um, we call them rotating campfires. And so what we do, um, the fires don't rotate, the children do. They rotate from fire to fire. Um, we have about four or five different fires going, and each <laughs> fire is something different. So one fire is like song time. And when the campers, and right. they, they spend about 30 minutes at each fire. They get to that fire, they're singing. Then we either walkie-talk here, we ring a bell, okay, time to move the next fire. Um, but the campers are split up in four or five different groups, however many fires you got, and each fire has something different. They rotate around so that each group will make it to all four fires um, and join. But, like, we have a skip fire, we have a storytelling fire, we have a s'mores fire, the songs fire. Um, but then they're they're not just stuck at the same fire doing all these things for an hour but they, they get to rotate around and kind of move around in between. It helps with your ADHD children and giving some <laughs> transitional time in between. Although I will say when, when we talked about this, I would probably do the opposite where I'd have somebody take the activity and 
yeah. to each fire. The, like the kids would stay at one fire, so it's not but a lot then of they're stuck getting in that up. fire and they're getting bored. And I don't know. I don't think they get bored. They'd be like, "What's next? What's what's coming next?" Uh, maybe. You know, I don't know. A different way of, of doing it. it. Work either way. But I can yeah. see what you're saying. Just kind of get up, move around. That's important too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, my next, next one. I'm going to hearken back to an episode we did last month with Jen and Amanda. Picture scavenger hunts. So scavenganza, I, scavenganza. Jen and Amanda, you can't see me or us, but we're we're doing the the, the finger thing. We're doing the finger grab. <laughs> we put our hands together. <laughs> so I think it's a, it's a great idea, especially when you figure, yeah, it doesn't get dark until later you know, nine o'clock at camp. Mm-hmm. So you still have light to do these evening activities and going around and having a list of different items that your group takes pictures of. And whether that be, you know, something blue or, you know, get into yeah. a human pyramid or your whole team on a slide or the oldest thing you can find, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, I really like that idea, and I think it's one that uh, all camps should be thinking about yep. doing. And take pictures of it. Then they'll have to bring it back and carry it. And just exactly. Get a picture. Easy. So uh, one of our ideas uh, that I have for an evening thing is a s'mores bar. Um, and this would be different neat things you can put on s'mores. And so Pinterest, if you search the word s'mores on Pinterest – all these weddings and these fancy events, they're all, they all have these like, oh, instead of just marshmallow, graham cracker, chocolate, oh, you can add marsh or uh, strawberries. Oh, you can do caramel sauce. So you can do all this stuff. And so just having a whole like kind of a s'mores bar where you can make kind of a fancy little s'more. Um, you know, my s'more has bananas and strawberries and caramel sauce or whatever. And just add some different kind of neat things to to make your s'more just a little bit tastier that night. I've got a post on summercamppro.com that has five s'more styles. S'more recipes. That's right. But yeah. I will put it in the show notes. (laughs) Woohoo! Now, we do our s'mores differently here at Camp Good News because we actually learned it from a special needs camp that that has their camp here. Um, We don't do graham crackers and chocolate uh, because, number one, the staff that are passing out eat all the chocolate, and then there's not enough for the kids. (laughs) The graham crackers never break right because you had to buy the cheap graham crackers because you're a camp and you're poor. And so <laughs> we started doing um, the little cookies, the little zebra stripe cookies or whatever. They have the chocolate kind of on the bottom and the chocolate okay. stripes at the top. Right. And so you just – a marshmallow and two cookies is what you get. Oh. Um, easy to do. And I, and I like the taste of the cookies better than the graham crackers anyway. So Interesting. Although those cookies are not as cheap <laughs> as the graham crackers are. Yeah. But, yeah, you, but I you guess you don't the, have to buy the chocolate. You have to buy the, the Hershey's Separately. chocolate then, yeah. So. That's true. I it's like about that. the same. Or I like a little that less. idea. And it's easy. Super easy. Right. You still roast the marshmallows? Yeah, still roast the marshmallows, and then you just get two cookies to squeeze between them. Do, so. you, do you use coat hangers? Or do you have... We have... Yeah, we have the actual marshmallow sticks. Oh, um, fancy! I don't. Yeah, I don't remember one time they were on sale at Menards, and it was like you can't buy decent I, graham crackers, but you can buy I, the special sticks for your marshmallows. I have, okay, I have the special sticks and the pudgy pie maker. They were on sale one year at the end of the summer, and we, I mean, we bought them up. They were like like a dollar each. They were super cheap. That's right. And so we're like, yep, we're just gonna buy a bunch of those. Hey, so. I'm the old school. We use sticks. Yeah. <laughs> 
still can, I guess, if you really wanted to. Ooh. When you come to my camp and visit, I will not give you a s'more stick. You'll Was have to that find your own. Bark in my yeah. s'more. So my next one. Chewy in there. <laughs> well, my next one is carnival, indoor carnival, or I guess outdoor carnival. I love just a general carnival where. You've got, you know, throwing a ring over the two liter bottle or uh, throwing softballs into laundry baskets and throwing a football through a hole. You know, just your typical camp carnival activities. Always been a huge fan of those. Uh, it does take some time to put them all together and to run it, but the kids can go to whatever game they want and they get tickets or you give them pennies or however you want to do it. But I, I love just a good old fashioned carnival. And you do have to have somewhere to store all that stuff too. That's one thing we learned with all of That's our true. carnival games. That was like, we had this, this shed that we thought was perfect until one year we realized that this old shed was leaking water into all the carnival <gasps> no. games. And so they were all pretty well destroyed. <laughs> but so you but had yeah, to buy so more and there went your graham cracker money. We did. Yeah. We just stopped doing the carnival. Oh. <laughs> so. We're like, it's, it's run its course anyway. Time for something new. <laughs> right. My next one. Um, and this is a great evening activity, um, for even teens. Um, and we talked about teens last week, but, um, we do trivia nights out here. And so I have created all of the trivia questions. These are not hard trivia questions. These are not, they might be hard for adults, but most of the kids would know a lot of these answers. So like, like one of the rounds um, we did was Disney parents. And so I named two parents and you tell me who the main character, the Disney character is. So if I, I came to think like Purdy and Perdita. And so who do you know who that belongs to or what movie that's from? I have no idea. So that's 101 Dalmatians. Oh. That was the two dogs. That was their parents. Um, and oh, a lot wow. of kids can usually, yeah, a lot of kids can usually do pretty well at it. Um, and so we'll have a lot of questions or we'll do a uh, name that tune as part of the trivia. And I'll pick current pop songs or things like that. And you hear like 10 seconds of it and you have to write down the name of it. So they're not horribly easy, but they're not also like a normal trivia night where you're like, no one knows this. Like, so are Jeopardy they doing this in, in groups or in as individuals? They do. So they get to pick teams and, and come in as a team and we have a whole trivia night event and all the, you know, they write just like a normal trivia night. They would write down the answers on their paper and then judges are grading them and we kind of keep score and we have commercials between rounds that are skits from the counselors yeah, or things cool. like that. Nice. And just do a whole big night of it. I love trivia stuff, mm -hmm. especially it's when fun. it's not just you and, you know, like Jeopardy style, when you actually have a team of people, you're like, I don't yeah. know, what do, do you know? Oh, good, and you get to know. come up with your fun trivia name. Your too, name, you right. Know, always, yeah. <laughs> I, I have like five or six of them made up. I need to get them to you. I don't know if they would work on Patchwork or not, but oh, already yeah. made up, done totally. trivia stuff. All right, so my next one is trick-or-treat camp style. And basically, uh, this one is, I don't have the name of the person who submitted this. Sorry. If it's you, let me know. We'll put you in the show notes. But basically, it's an evening activity. You could do it during a Halloween theme week or on its own, maybe a holiday week, what have you. And each area or, or cabin is a trick-or-treat spot where you would, you know, the, the staff would decorate, or I guess even the campers decorate their cabin to a theme. And then the kids get a map and they go around and they trick or treat. 
as far as you can also have like a fashion show with it or, you know, do costumes that are not really, maybe use garbage bag costumes or something. (laughs) I got some stick glue and I rolled around in the grass. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, But the kids get to go around uh, to the different neighborhoods. So here's some of the things that they said, arts and crafts area. This was transformed into an artist studio. A staff member uh, would become a tortured artist dressed in a very avant-garde <laughs> way. And they may have worn a beret, talked in a you know fake accent, that type of thing. And then there's Undersea, one of the cabins Undersea. There's the dog trainer use, uh, using the camp dog. Very mild-mannered dog. A room was transformed into a setting similar to an animal trainer at a circus. Staff member dressed in sequin or other showy outfit. Uh, home shopping channel, outer space, another country, reality TV. You can do all kinds of stuff, but basically you're decorating areas and the kids are trick-or-treating. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Halloween seems like forever ago, doesn't it? Forever ago. Here, here, here on New Year's Eve. Now we're almost at 2020 in just yeah. a short amount of time here. Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so my last one, and I don't know, um, I'm here in the Midwest, so I don't know if this is even available to do all over, but Firefly Catch or Lightning Bug Catch. Oh, um, yeah. These are out, I, these guys are blinking all every evening out here at camp, and uh, that is just a fun thing to do is to you know get a jar, go catch a bunch, and then you release them at the end, but just catch a bunch of fireflies. And I, I don't, here in Illinois, that that's huge, but I don't know if that's everywhere, if everywhere can do fireflies. No, if they not are. everywhere can do fireflies. Yeah. No. So that's that's something we have special here in the Midwest, I guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're cool. That's cool. <laughs> and my last one is the Counselor Throwdown. This is by Aaron H. Uh, and this one I do want to read. So this happens a few times a week. We gather the entire camp together and the kids will challenge us to some sort of competition. We've done everything from kickball to bubble blowing to charades and movies. Whatever the kids can think of, they give us two choices. We talk about it and then accept one of their challenges. The next time we have a counselor throwdown, we get to challenge the kids and they get to choose which challenge to accept. We have been doing this... Isn't it cool? We've been doing this for about five years now. We keep the score on the wall outside of our main room so that our parents and kids can see who is currently in the lead because at the end of the summer, whoever loses has to throw a uh, lunch party for the ones who won. We have never lost, being the counselors or staff, (laughs) but it has been close a couple of years. The kids enjoy this because they like that they can both accept challenges and throw challenges out. For example... They have challenged us to kickball every year and lost until last year when they finally won. You have never heard a more (laughs) deafening cry of victory than at the moment the kids realized they had beaten us. Oh, (laughs) so they may win individual throwdowns, but as far as like Mm -hmm. the total number for at the summer, the staff always come out ahead, but uh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm interested. Does it say anything about what, like the lunch party, what they have to yeah, do to I don't, throw this lunch party. I, 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 it doesn't say. Yeah, I thought that was interesting too. But you can choose, I'm sure, something different. And I don't know, even if you have that, you could just do this as a weekly event. The throwdown. Mm-hmm. The throwdown. I like that. And I like that the kids get to say, okay, this or this. 
yeah. on staff, this or this. It gives them a choice. That's right. good. All right. Well, for our question this week, we are, uh, it's New Year's Eve here, so we are looking at goals or, or even resolutions oh for 2020. And so I, I think this is, I, I guess it could be personal. I was going to say personal or professional. Mine's kind of for camp, and so is what I'm planning. But well, why don't you, I guess why don't you, you can start go off? Either. So I for for 2020, um, we need to do better at fundraising and and do a little bit better fundraising. Some fundraising events out here, as well as um, our goal this year is to really hire more staff. So I essentially want to overhire this year. I want to have more staff so that when in the middle of summer they have to leave for a vacation or they got sick or whatever, that I have plenty of people here because um, we've overhired. So yeah, those are my two big ones. Nice. So you don't want to have to go into a cabin and be a counselor? Counselor, no. Is... <laughs> those days are over. <laughs> those are long gone. I would not be a good counselor anymore. <laughs> Ooh, goals. I mean, one one of the one of the big goals that I have for this year is to create some sort of community where a camp professional like yourself, Chris, can go mm-hmm. and find all kinds of resources, can basically talk about, you know, to other network and and talk about yeah. camp and get ideas and something something beyond just the Facebook group. I think Facebook groups are great, get a lot of interaction. But when you have to, when you're looking for something specific, their search function isn't the greatest. Yeah, and, it's hard and their find. files, you can't search the files and that type of thing. But I want to, you know, throw in the round table somehow with that and some yeah. different trainings, um, some like online group meetups and one place, a community that, uh, I, I'm not sure I'm working out the details, but if anyone has ideas for sure, let me know. Yeah. And, uh, I want to get that going. Yeah, I like that. that. That's my, that's my big goal along with continuing to do what I do. Yeah. I'd love to start a YouTube channel, but I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Hey, I thought one of your goals this summer was to come up to camp. Good news. Wasn't that going to be one of your 2020 goals? <laughs> my, my, my goal is to get back on the road with an RV and visit all these camps starting yeah. with yours. That's right. That, that's number one on your list. Come that's see right. camp. Good news. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, I need to get back out there for sure. Although I, I don't need an RV. You got a place for me to stay, right? That's right. Oh, not during the summer, though. Not during the summer. Yeah, that's where, because we'll have like certain staff members in there. Fair enough. Yeah, I need to get up there. I'm sure I got a tent somewhere I can find. (laughs) (laughs) For me and my dog? Just for you and the dog. (laughs) Right on. All right. So, So what's coming up? What's, you know what? I'm going to keep it a surprise. Yes. I'm going to keep it a surprise. Because you know how much I love that. (laughs) It's It's the new year. Uh, so we are going to start off with no preconceived anything right now. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, we have no idea. We haven't planned that yeah. far out. <laughs> so far away right now. Because it's only October 29th for us. So, <laughs> so there it is. So far away. Man, you just pulled the curtain back, didn't you? You're just showing everybody what's what's going on. I can't um, <laughs> think of 2020. So, oh. yeah, we're we're not sure. Um, we'll come up with, you know, it's going to be good, right? You know, it's, it's going to be something be awesome. that you're going to use. And 
something that is going to be fun. I will say, you know, going into the new year, I think it's a great time for you to rate and review us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app and let us know what you think. It helps uh, uh, the more range you get. It helps us be seen by people who are looking for camp podcasts and stuff. So it really helps us out. Cool beans. From around the campfire, this has been Kurt and Chris. Thanks for listening. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. (laughs) 